Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bevy. And happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. Because this week we are talking the science of love. We're going to be talking about the difference between love and infatuation, the three loves theory, the science of falling in love, and how to fall in love. How to fall in love. Scientifically. Science. We love science. We love science. (laughs) And you guys, at the end of the episode, we're playing Snacks, Facts, and Hacks. Uh, Or is it Or Hacks? Snacks, Facts, and Hacks. I have a hack and I have a snack. I have a snack and a hack. Perfect. So no facts today. Uh... We could throw a fact in there. I could throw a fact in there if I think of one. We don't know, you guys. But you guys can always write into the episode. Yep. Write into the show. Am I doing this right, Pod? At gmail.com. Unless your name is Susan something something at AOL. Yeah, we're getting spam, you guys. We're getting spam for somebody named Susan. Into the the ethers. (laughs) Well, Nat, what are we drinking? Oh, okay. I think we drank a different version of this, but I can't remember. Let me see. But this is the... You guess it, Trader Ho's sparkling strawberry juice beverage. Let me see it. Didn't we drink oh, a version no. of this? We, so we drank the apple cider vinegar, and then they had, and I told you they had a strawberry version. This is oh, not it, but is it is pink, which is very it's Valentine's very Valentine's Day. Day cutie, very Valentine's Day cutie. So I'm. Let's, Let's pop her open. I've had their sparkling pineapple juice before. We didn't like that one. I didn't like That it. was the one that tasted like Red Bull. Oh, wait till you try this one. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Speaking of. Speaking of all right. Natalie and I are back from <laughs> our Lady Committee trip. If you guys don't know what the Lady Committee is, catch up. <laughs> you need to catch <laughs> up. <laughs> um, we, we went to London. We did. And Liverpool and Paris. Paris. And we're back. Paris was very unplanned. Yeah, per- Perry was last minute. Very last minute. But God, I don't even know how to explain our travels to I, the listener. <laughs> I, I've been We had to, jet lag up the ass. I cannot even explain to you the amount of jet lag. We got there. Okay, and we've said this before. There's a difference between a trip and a vacation. This was a trip. This was a trip. <laughs> We were like, we were. <laughs> what did we say? The Lady Gaga thing? Bus. bus. Another bus. Club. club. Yeah. Another club. Another club. Another <laughs> club. Bus. That was literally. That was literally. Like, true. actually, yes. <laughs> and the first night we did not sleep at all. Oh, yeah. And then we basically didn't sleep I don't think at we, all. I don't think I don't we think had I, one night where we slept 12 hours because we were so tired. Was that in Liverpool? No, that was in London. But then after that, we don't think we slept again. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, I felt literally yesterday, I, I woke up and I thought, did I dream all of that? <laughs> <laughs> did any of that even happen? Yeah. It well, was so, we had the best time. We were just, it we was were, nonstop. It was nonstop. Nonstop. We, we went out there. We had the best 
gluten-free dumplings we've ever had oh or my maybe I, I don't think i've ever had a gluten-free dumpling um because it was like the chinese new year oh and I don't, there was just so good it was so good this place called ping pong, ping pong. in london town and then we hopped on a train we went to liverpool we to did. see our baby daddies the 1975 live in concert yes and shocking revelation I was thinking that UK girlies were going to go nuts for these guys, especially because we were in Liverpool and they're a Manchester band. We looked insane. I think people thought we, we were, were on, on drugs. Molly. Because <laughs> the UK girlies are tame. They're well, like, I mean, it makes sense because they always say, like, Americans come in here and they go so loud and, like, we're so, like, you yeah. know. We, I was one, we one, were. and the people around us were like, what the fuck are these shit? Yeah, on? they kind of just stand. And we were, like, we were dancing, we were screaming, we were, we were doing we the were whole, screaming. we were screaming, <laughs> we were doing the whole nine. Yeah, they when, were not When Baby Daddy it. with the saxophone comes out, we always lose our minds. Yeah, I almost collapse every single time. Every I've single time. Times. Every single time he comes out with that little saxophone. Corinne's like melting to the ground. Yeah. So that was a great time. But you also, you forgot to mention we saw 222 A Ghost Story. Oh my God. I forgot we saw a play. We, we did play. so much. We did Natalie. so much. We saw a play. I, the more I think about it, the more I love it. Well, who, <laughs> Cheryl? You guys know the, the British singer Cheryl. Cheryl. Just Cheryl. She was a lead C in it. I thought she did great, actually. E R Y L. Yeah. Cheryl. Cheryl. And I, she was is she Irish? I oh, get, I don't know what I don't know is. if that was... I, I couldn't know. understand them. Right. I realized that I don't under... And I remember this when I studied abroad because I have lectures with my British professors. Right. And I was like, oh, I can't understand anything they're saying. That was the play. I was like, I need subtitles. Yeah. I mean, like, they're speaking English, but... I could understand it, I luckily. Couldn't. I was in the in intermission. I was like, Natalie, I don't know what thing they just said. <laughs> you were like, really? I can understand them. I'm like, I can't. Well, also, it was a thriller. This play was a thriller. Have you ever seen it? I mean, I had never even heard and of it. And the that. way they thrilled us is like every... Jump scares. 15 minutes, it would just... <laughs> the, like the, the lights would just turn red and it'd be like... Bleh. Oh, yeah, the scream. The scream. <laughs> And you'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. But then at one point, it did get kind of scary when this, like, the whole thing caught on fire. And we were like, holy shit. Like, this is demonic. But I forgot we saw a play. And I predicted the end. So, but I love, I actually, like, the more I think about it, the funnier and more fun I I'm like, oh, yeah. We also went to the Tate Modern. We also went to Paris. We were supposed to go to the Tate Regular, but we ended up at the Tate Modern. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we, time. we went to Paris, we and did. what we discovered in Paris is that football might be my sport of choice. Oh, God. Football. Football. Is so much fucking fun. You guys, it's, it's so easy. It's 90 minutes. I, I, Corinne and I both, if you tell us, hey, we're going to an unnamed event. It's but it's 90, 90 minutes, minutes. We're both in. I will do anything for 90 minutes. Anything for 90 minutes. And so we're, we're sitting there, and I'm like, I think it's actually like you know like things are timed but it's start stop and like there's a regular timeout, football and then you need to wait 15 minutes for the timeout <sighs> no 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 it's like 4 the hours the clock is running 45 minutes there's halftime we had little snacks little things oh. whatever came back 45 minutes it was done it was done Easy. and, and the that, guys are cute oh oh we had little we have to daddies. well pause pause on that but we were also a little panicked because it was tied 
one to one at the end of the game, oh, and yeah, we, we were, were like, like "Fuck oh, no, damn God, it, it's gonna overtime. go into overtime!" Like, fuck. And then it was like, "No, it's done." No, they were like, "Well, five minutes overtime," and we're like, "Okay," but then it's still tied after right. that, so it's gonna keep going. They're like, no, and he was it's done. Yeah, it's, no, they, they were, it's, it's good. good. Yeah, it's good now. Good. That's good. Now. <laughs> Like, is there a winner? No. That's no. good. That's the thing I still don't get. I'm like, so there was no winner. I don't care. Right. I don't care. <laughs> Can we please discuss? So, you know, we haven't had a G-Easy moment in a while. We haven't. We haven't had a sighting. We haven't had a sighting. We're a little concerned. <laughs> I know. But if you remember, sighting before last was Corinne's when she tripped and then said, <laughs> I was just looking at you. I'm going to tell. Of course I'm going to tell them this. Because we have to talk Joe about yet. But okay. Oh, the baby daddies? You haven't told Joe about the baby daddies? Well, no, I told him that we had baby daddies, but then I didn't really tell him that I acted a fool. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'll tell him when I get we home. We were all acting a fool. <laughs> we were all acting. We were all sprung on these football players. So we, we got an opportunity to meet some of the famous football players. Yeah. I guess like Neymar and um, Mbappe. Mbappe. And, um, oh, Sir- baby daddy Sergio Ramos. Yeah, so we got Ooh. a chance to meet them after the game. And, and then, yeah, Natalie, you can tell them. Oh. <laughs> so basically, you know, they're coming in and... Uh, should I say which one in particular it was or no? Uh, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> one of them came in and we were like, ooh, this man is fine. This man is fine. Yeah. Everybody agreed. Yeah. You, I mean, you guys Man, can you woman, guys can child. Guess. Guys they can all guess. agreed. This man was fine. Yeah. And so, but Corinne was taken aback <laughs> <laughs> because he wants in. I have in. to apologize to Joe. <laughs> I don't play. I would have done the same thing. I it was it, he had a he had an essence okay. to him okay. that uh-huh. I think it just ha- it had to happen. Where in the same way that she looked at G Easy and said, "I was just looking at you," <laughs> she like stepped in front of everybody and goes, "Hi." I kind of like <laughs> whisked like, myself forward. Was like. <laughs> Hello, I'll take a photo first. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. I was giving him the razzle dazzle. He was hitting me with my, the razzle and, and my the entire dazzle. family was just laughing at me. They were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. Literally got possessed. He was possessed. I was like, oh. And I floated in front of everybody and I was like, hello. I don't know what the f- I've never done that in my life. I don't know why. And then he left. He was leaving and it was just like, you know, whatever. And she goes, bye. And like, <laughs> and kind of like, like fluttered, like, fluttered. like enchanté. <laughs> I don't but know. In your defense, this man has something about him where you're like, oh. Here's the thing. Like, if he, I don't know why I'm doing that because had he like pursued me, I would have been like, I'm a boyfriend. Like, what the fuck's right, wrong with you? Right, right. But I don't know. I think I like to just, <laughs> just I don't know. Was it the champagne? I don't know. I was just kind of, I was having a Was moment. it the jet lag? <laughs> was it the fact that we hadn't slept for nine days or whatever? Like, Hello. Like, ooh, enchanté. And I did like a, like a strut. Yeah, it was like it was this like, little strut. It was insane. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> my like family, my little sister is around me, my dad, I have a boyfriend. There's no, I'm not, it was great. And he was like, bye. Like, it was just weird. It was weird. Anyways, so weird. Let's get into love. Speaking of love, speaking of all these baby daddies in Europe. Oh my God. Okay, well, today is Valentine's Day. Yes, it um, is. And our last Valentine's Day episode was How to Fall in Love with Yourself. And it was a huge hit. So we wanted to dive deeper on all things love, love. and talk about the science of love. Let's hit him with some facts. Oh, let's get into some facts. All right. Number one, 
The average couple dates for 4.9 years before getting married. I'm getting really close. <laughs> Does that mean engaged or married? 4.9. I, I guess getting it's married. married. So you're going to have to get engaged pretty soon here. If you're gonna if you're gonna be this average couple, but you're above average. I'm above average. You don't you don't subscribe to these statistics. All right, next. Only nine percent of women report finding a relationship at a bar or club. Oh, and only two percent of men has had a relationship through that scenario. This is a surprise to no single person who has ever been to a club. <laughs> what is what? I wanna find love in, in the club. club. What is it? Is it uh, find love? Club. No. I want to make, make love in this club. club. Yeah. yeah. Nobody does. Nobody well, people does. probably do, but I don't know if they're finding love. They're not finding <laughs> it. They're not. Contrary to popular belief, men are 5% more confident that they are in love and consider leaving their partners less. I've known that. I've heard that. So men are, are more bamboozled than women. They're more in love. They're... They're lost in the sauce, as one would say. I guess so. Even though most individuals think long-distance relationships are doomed from the start, studies have revealed that they have more trust and enjoyment than geographically close ones. I need a long-distance relationship. Oh, yeah. That's why you wanted to find a football player. Give me you a football like, player. Give me a British somebody. You're like, I don't want to be anywhere near you. I don't want to <laughs> see. I want to see you like twice a year, and that would be perfect for me. And I think we could really make that work. All right. Next, a study conducted by researchers at the University of Syracuse found that falling in love has similar effects on the body as taking cocaine. Wow. Cocaine. You can get your hit. I guess love addiction is a real thing. There, That is a thing, actually. It's a thing. All right. Finally, have you ever had butterflies in your stomach while falling for someone? This is caused by adrenaline and is the same feeling you might get when you're nervous for other reasons, like before taking a test. Yeah, there's a lot of physiological symptoms to falling in love. Yes. Okay, let's define what is love. What is love? What's, What's love got to do? Got, got to do with that. <laughs> We're losing our fucking mind. I'm still so jet lagged. <laughs> okay. Love, you guys, if you don't know what it is, is an intense Deep affection for another person, but it's also the feeling ah, of yes. the, that affection An for action, someone. It's a verb and a noun. Love can also refer to a strong like for something or to like something a lot. Okay. Love, hey, we have it written right here, oh. is also a verb and a noun. Ah. Some fun little uh, quotes or definitions from famous people. Dr. Seuss said, you know you're in love when you can't fall asleep because reality is finally better than your dreams. Oh, cheesy. Shakespeare <laughs> said, in A Midsummer's Night Dr Night's Dream, love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind. That's my favorite Shakespeare play. Oh. Ambrose Burse. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. With the characteristic wryness of the what? love, comma, N. <laughs> what is it? I know I put this in here all the time. Okay. <laughs> this random person who doesn't really matter said, <laughs> okay, love, noun. Oh. A temporary insanity curable by marriage. Uh, I thought that was funny. Oh, okay. I was very confused there. I was reading this like, what the fuck? Is this a... <laughs> somebody have a stroke while typing this? 
Oh my goodness. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. But let's get into the difference between love and infatuation. Yes, because they are they are different. So have you ever been talking to somebody and then all of a sudden you can't stop thinking about them? Maybe even you've only been on one date, or maybe you haven't met them at all. If you have those feelings, that's probably infatuation. And it's very tricky when it comes to dating and relationships. So if you're not sure if you're falling in love or infatuation, ask yourself honestly, and yes, this is very hard, if you are ignoring red flags or idealizing the person, especially early on. Mm. When you talk to your friends about this person, are you intentionally leaving things out to make them sound better or making excuses for them, ghosting you or only texting you at 11 p.m. on a Friday night? Mm. That's a classic case of infatuation. Love is a deeper and more long-lasting emotion that involves a sense of commitment and caring for another person. Yes. But there is not only one type of love. There's actually eight. And let's get into them. Yes, there are eight distinct ways to categorize and define the various types of love. However, keep in mind that these categories are not mutually exclusive and different types of loves can overlap and interact in complex ways. The first one, we all know it. It's what we're probably celebrating today, romantic love. This is a type of love that is often associated with relationships and dating. It is characterized by feelings of euphoria, passion, and attachment. The second type of love is platonic love. This type of love refers to close, non-romantic relationships between friends or family members. It is categorized by feelings of trust, mutual respect, and camaraderie. The third type of love, which we deem is maybe the most important, self-love. This type of love refers to the love and acceptance of oneself. It is characterized by feelings of self-worth, self-compassion, and self-respect. Then we've got agape love. This is a type of love that's characterized by selfless, unconditional love and concern for others. It's the love that Christians have to God. Okay. You know, where you're just like, yes. it's an unconditional situation. Then there's eros love. This type of love is characterized by sexual attraction and physical desire. Maybe more infatuation. That's Yeah, that's more the infatuation. Then philia love. This type of love is characterized by strong friendship and companionship. Maybe we're in philia love. What's the difference between platonic and philia? I guess platonic could be like your family, trust, mutual respect, whereas philia is companionship. Yeah, the whole one never, like, yeah, we're not going to be able to go on. Yeah, one of us can't (laughs) live while the other survives. So this one I've actually never heard of. Storge. Storge love. It's characterized by the love between parent and child or between siblings. So I guess it's, like, familial. And finally... ugly word for that. Storge. (laughs) Finally, ludus. This type of love is characterized by playful, flirtatious, and uncommitted love. So that's like a, that's your sneaky link. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Not a sneaky link. Not a link. sneaky link. But it's important to note that while there are commonalities in the experiences of falling in love with within any of those categories, everyone's experience is unique and can be influenced by a variety of factors. On the psychological level, factors such as attraction, compatibility, and shared experiences can play a role in falling in love. And people are often attracted to others who are similar to themselves or who possess traits that they value. On the social level, societal and cultural factors can influence who we fall in love with and 
how we express love. Yes. Even, I mean, geographical. Yeah. You know? No, totally. There's all these factors. But also, we fall in love in stages, in scientifically. Stages. Yes. According to anthropology professor Helen Fisher, there are three stages of falling in love. And each stage, a different set of brain chemicals run the show. These stages are lust, attraction, and of course, love. So let's start with lust. lust. So according to Psychology Today, when you're in the stage of lust, you feel physically attracted and drawn to the object of your desire. You want to seduce them or be seduced. There may be an element of mystery or, oh, mystery. An, <laughs> or an intensity that makes things exciting. Like imagine a hot one night stand. Lust is driven primarily by hormones, testosterone in men, and estrogen in women. Lust occurs across species and may be part of the basic drive to find a partner to spread our genes with. But lust is different than love. Injecting men with testosterone makes them desire a potential lover more, but not necessarily fall in love in a lasting way. So you can't just, like, hack your hormones. Right. No. But they do play a part. Yes. Next is attraction. So this stage can involve feelings of lust and desire, but it goes a little deeper. As attraction takes root and blooms, your brain produces higher levels of different hormones, namely dopamine and norepinephrine. These chemicals can boost energy levels and leave you with a sense of giddy bliss and sometimes feelings of jealousy and a need to fiercely protect a partner and your relationship. This euphoric state can even begin to affect other bodily processes like sleep and appetite. Ooh. I remember my first crush. Well, not my first crush. My second crush in elementary school. One night I could not eat because it was the night before school started and I was so nervous to see him again. Oh, my God. And my mom was like, she like put my spaghetti in front of me or whatever. And she's like, this is because you're nervous to see Matthew tomorrow. And I was like, no, it's no, not. It's not mom. No, it's not. Liar. But then I was like, oh I don't my even God, like it boys. Is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, the third stage is attachment. Once your attraction stabilizes, it can eventually transform to long-term attachment. The hormones oxytocin, aka the love hormone, and vasopressin take the leading roles here. This stage tends to prompt the desire to form lasting bonds and nurture your existing attraction. And here you might make a conscious choice to develop your feelings of love for someone who feels right for you instead of simply dancing to the tune of lust and attraction. So it's a little more conscious. Yeah. Like, I am in love with this person. Yeah. You're like, wow. They make me feel a certain type of way. And I really dig their mind. Yeah. So how long does it take for all this to happen, for us to fall in love? (sighs) Well, physiologically, brace yourself, it takes just a fifth of a second for all of those make-you-crazy chemicals to fire at once and produce that in-love feeling, which was uncovered almost a decade ago from the Journal of Sexual Medicine. With that being said, staying in love is a process with multiple steps, but um, we will get into that later. Yes. But how long does this actually take? Well, in heterosexual relationships, men think about confessing their love 
97 days into a relationship while the woman doesn't consider dropping the L-bomb until 149 days in, according (laughs) to a 2011 study in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. And generally, men fall in love faster than women, per a study published in the Evolutionary Psychology in 2010. Meanwhile, in homosexual relationships, specifically between two women, love or commitment is expressed after around six months. Which is interesting, interesting because remember when I was waiting for Joe to drop the L-bomb and I was like, I was probably like a month ahead of him. Remember I was like, is he ever going to like, do you remember that? Oh yeah. And I was like, is he going to, is he going to say it? Should I say right. it? Right. Am I, am I going to have to say it first? <sighs> Luckily. It took a while though. It took, it took like seven months. Well, technically we started dating in March and he said, I love you in July. March, April, May, June, July. Four months. Four months. So that's kind of 90 days. It's a little over 90 days. Yeah. Maybe he was closer to the 149. But I remember being ready before him and I was like, yeah. what? Because it was kind of awkward getting off the phone. He'd be like, right. uh, uh, bye. Bye. Talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, I wanted to be like, love you. I was like, oh my God, what if I slip and say it? But also, physiologically, it did kind of take you a fifth of a second. Yeah. We were just to waiting to say it. With- well, when you saw Joe that first time, you were like, ooh. I was like, that man. That That's man. it. Something about him. But there is a really fun theory, the three loves theory, which I have experienced. I will say confidently, I I am the three loves theory. You have fallen into this category. So let's get into what the three loves theory is. Yeah. So there's this theory that throughout our lifetime, we will fall in love three times at three different stages of our lives. Each love feels totally unique from the other and teaches us something different that shapes the person that we become. The three types of love are the first love, the intense love, and the unconditional love. Mm. So let's get into the first love. So the first love feels like a fairy tale. It's like that all-consuming puppy love. And one time at the time, you think like this is going to last forever. Often we experience our first love in high school. And usually it ends because the two people either grew apart, because something like trivial, stupid, some stupid shit happened. You guys right. know. We you all go to college. Like, right. This love is usually more surface level with more importance placed on how the relationship might look to others. While it certainly feels like true love at the time, it's usually not that deep. Right. It's usually not that deep, you guys. And we know that. But the heartbreak can feel immense initially, but you usually recover from it quite quickly. Right, and right. This was this was my first high school boyfriend. I mean, I was like, there was a time when we were like, should we run off to Vegas and get married? Let's get matching tattoos. All this, we didn't do anything. Thank God. Thank God. But, yeah, thank God. You know, but we've all had it. The little, the and then you feel like it's the end of the world, but really, two weeks later, you're like, <sighs> you're like I'm fuck fine. that, dude. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't. Who, who even is that person? Who is that person? Let's get into the next love, the second love, the intense, the intense love. love. So usually this is the one that turns your whole world upside down. As we fall into this intense love story, the relationship becomes a mirror into our soul. We see all our insecurities, our needs, and our desires staring back at us. In this relationship, we may experience jealousy, fear, and self-doubt that we've never felt before. The relationship comes with massive highs and dramatic lows. We often try to mold the other half into our perfect partner, and we try to mold ourselves to become theirs. This is the love that feels like a roller coaster and the one that can leave us feeling guarded, distrusting, and hurt. The heartbreak from this relationship can be indescribably painful, but 
It is also through this heartbreak that we really grow, change, and evolve while finding the inner strength and resilience we didn't know we had. This is my second point. <laughs> you really <laughs> fall into this category. I really categories. Do. But I, I will say, I will preface just in case anybody's like, oh no, I haven't had the, you know, like, uh, I know a lot of people who are still with their, um, like, high school sweethearts. No, you this know. is just a theory it's a, it's that's a theory. fun. And I so, do think So people, don't panic. No, don't panic. no, no. But Corinne no, no, no. really does match this well. This is like exactly my experience. <laughs> this is my second boyfriend. But I, now we're at the unconditional love with, yes. your, with your third boyfriend. Okay, so the third love, the unconditional love. After we've recovered from the heartbreak of the intense love and we've begun to heal and cultivate self-love, then comes the unexpected love, the one that comes from nowhere and feels just completely and utterly right. There are no games. And when you're with them, you simply feel like you're at home. You embrace all that they are, all their imperfections and all their nuances. You feel more like yourself with them than you ever have before. And you constantly inspire each other to be the best versions of yourself. When you face an obstacle or a challenge in the relationship, you work together to overcome it because you're both committed to your future. This is the unconditional love that marks the beginning of forever, and you thank the universe every day for bringing them into your life. You just described you and Joe like literally. No, I know. That's why I, I know. The theory. I was like, the theory is true. The theory is so true. Oh, but okay. If you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I, I don't have any of that, or I've had one of those, or what? I don't know what to do. How do we fall in love? Here we go. Here we go. Step number one: check your headspace. You've got to be open to the experience, says New York-based relationship therapist Susan Winter. She goes on to say, if the idea of going out on a date, even a coffee date, is agony, and you find that you're trying to appease your friends or family who feel it's time for you to date, you're probably not open. Maybe you know you're not ready and you just have to acknowledge that. The first step to take here is figuring out where you are mentally and emotionally so that you can eventually get to where you want to be in the process. Got to be open. Got to be ready for it. Yes. Sometimes you don't have to be ready for it and it hits you in the fucking face. Right? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, that's that third, <laughs> that third unexpected love. <laughs> Okay, the second step is to gradually deepen intimacy. To love someone is to feel a deep sense of intimacy and closeness with them. And so one surefire way to encourage love between yourself and another person is to gradually deepen your intimacy through shared vulnerability and time shared together. There are reasons that, like, have you ever seen the 36 questions to fall in love with someone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why those are really popular and also, like, things like we're not really strangers and all (gasps) of that, like, really help because it builds that intimacy that vulnerability we should and you know when instead of 200 questions one day we should do the 36 questions to fall in love oh yeah pick we one of the pick that. one of them yeah yes. okay the third step here is to use body language part of love is a mutual attraction or desire for each other and one way you can encourage that attraction and desire is through body language things like eye contact and sensitive touch can not only cultivate feelings of closeness but also amp up desire I saw so many things on the list of like how to fall in love that said literally to stare at each other in the eyes. And I was like, I can't put this on here. It was like, just stare into each other's eyes for like four minutes straight and don't blink. And I was like, I'd rather die. I'm like, I don't 
know if that's really it. I feel like there's other things you can do. No, I don't want to stare into somebody's <laughs> eyes that long. It freaks me out. Um, another way to fall in love is to get out of your comfort zones together. While there's nothing wrong with having comfortable dates at home with takeout and movie, experiencing adventure together is a great way to deepen your connection with someone. So, you know, go do something fun. Yeah. Take a little risk. Jump out of a plane. Well, just like just make kidding. a memory. Yeah, do you something know? fun together. Number five, understand their needs, whether it's what they enjoy in the bedroom or how their attachment style manifests in their relationships. Knowing this person as much as you can will help you show up for them in a way that honors their needs. So in short, get curious about when and how your love interest feels best in the relationship and help create space for that. I love that. Get to know them. And last but not least, you guys, don't try and force it. Okay. At the end of the day, like there's so many physiological things we've just talked about, but there are so many unknown, visceral, opaque aspects of falling in love with someone that just can't be faked. So if you find yourself trying to get someone to fall in love with you or fall in love with someone else, ask yourself why. Why why am I doing that? Because if love is not genuine, it will not last. That's probably the infatuation thing. Yeah. If you're like trying to force it, let it happen. Just let it happen. Well, you guys, happy Valentine's Day. We hope you guys learn more about love, the science behind falling in love, the different types of love, the three big loves, and how to fall in love. So much love. So much love today. Woo! And so let's talk about if we're loving this sparkling strawberry ah. juice beverage from Trader Ho's. Trade that ho. Well, would you like to introduce our hottie? Of yes, the week? because he's in one of the most classic rom-coms, and he's such a sweetie cutie. A he'd be a great sweet. Valentine. Oh, he'd be such a good Valentine. Mr. Mark Ruffalo. Ugh. And the movie you're talking about? Yeah, 13 going on 30. 13 going on 30. So one to Mark Ruffalo, this Trader Joe's sparkling strawberry juice beverage. Um, it's gotten better over time. This one's definitely better than the pineapple one. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a five and a half. I'm going to give it a seven. Oh. Shit. Six I'll give it a six. Okay, six so and a half. Six and a half. Out of six and a half Mark, out of Mark All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and it's Valentine's Day, and we are playing Snacks, Facts, and Hacks. And hacks. So we have a fun snack for both of us to try. Yeah. We And then we either reveal a, a hack or a fact. or a fact. I have a hack. Natalie has a hack. I have and a potentially hack. a fact as well. Um, but let's start with... Oh. Oh, wow. So I actually didn't pick my snack out because I was running late, so I had my assistant drop off my snack. Ooh, um, I think these might be pork rinds. All right. Oh, but they're plant-based. Okay. Oh, okay, Julissa. So these are outstanding pig out crunchies. Okay. Texas barbecue flavored. Okay. But they're plant-based. Okay, here we go. Meet the internet famous snack named for its classic crave, crave worthy crunch and formulated especially for picking out. Okay. So it's so they're they're uh, oh, what are they? Chicharrones. No, but, but what are they're... those called? Like uh... chicharrones. No, they call them like oh po- pork rinds. Pork rinds. Yeah, they're they're vegan pork rinds. All right, in a barbecue flavor, gluten free. Let's give it. They look like pork rinds. I love the barbecue flavoring on it. Do you? Natalie's face looks pained. Well, I was confused at first. I don't know why I wasn't expecting that barbecue flavor, but now I'm 
I kind of love it. I'm not mad at it. You want to talk about your hack while yeah. I crunch away on these? Sorry, guys. I'm really crunching into this Texas mic. BBQ. They also have seven grams of protein. Oh. It's a snack and a, a protein <laughs> boost in your day. So my hack, mm-hmm. which I've used in my own life, and I've been wanting to share with you guys. <gasps> you know how they say, like, with Q-tips, like, you can't clean your ears out with Q-tips. And everyone's like, oh, like, well, what the fuck am I going to clean my ears out with? Right. I found the alternative. Hydrogen peroxide. Oh. So you lay down. So instead of, like, sticking the, the thing in your ear and whatever, you lay down and you pour hydrogen peroxide in your ear. Oh. It's the best sound. Because it crackles. It's a... And it's, like, softening all the... Wax? All the wax. And then maybe after like two, three minutes, you flip your head over and the wax drips out. Ew. Ew. <laughs> it's kind of a hack though. And that's like the, actually the safer way to clean right. your ear out than shoving a shutting Q-tip. The, shoving the Q-tip in there. Yeah. I have probably one of just those... dip, also dip a Q-tip in. No. No. You no, because you, you don't want to put your the Q-tip in there. Yeah. You need, to, you need to do the flip. Yeah. And then you put it on the other side. I've always wanted somebody to candle my ear. I don't even know what that is. I mean, Where I know what it is. The candle? But I don't like, know how it works. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand how it works. I have no idea how it works. But I like, I have this like camera thing. Oh, you have the camera. Yeah, the little scoopy camera. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or not, but it, I think it, it might be fine because you're not really shoving it. You can see what's going on. Yeah. I really like that. That's a good hack, too. Hey. But if you don't want the camera, get some hydrogen peroxide from under the sink and stick it in your ear. Stick it right in your ear. Works. I love that. Okay. All right. What's your fact and your or your hack and your snack? My snack. Okay. I can tell from here it's popcorn. It's not popcorn. Damn it. It's ghost pepper potato chips. Oh, okay. Are we going to survive this? I don't know. There's flames on the bag. It's Trader Joe's. It's Trader Joe's. Can you guys tell that I literally just go to the same Trader Joe's every single time? But I saw these, you know, cream likes the spice. I do, too. I do. Um, Can we eat it at the same moment, though? Because I don't want one of us to be down and the other ones. I don't think these are good. I mean, they're at Trader Joe's. I cannot imagine. I don't have, like, a warning on them. All right. You know they have like the chip challenge. Are we about right. to do that? I don't think so. Okay, here we are. Are they spicy at all? Natalie. There's a very mild spice. This would kill a British person, but. You're kidding. I've had jalapeno chips hotter than this shit. There's about a zero. I would say there's like a zero, but I will say one other the thing that we learned in, in England in particular. They gave us a flight of salsas, and they were like, "These are in ascending order of of heat." heat. And the la- like, the hottest one was about as hot as ketchup. <laughs> it was like a pico. We were like, "Um, this was wow. not fine." Come, I'm actually disappointed. But I'm not gonna lie, I like the flavor. I like the flavor, but the ghost pepper's misleading. It's still, it's got kick. Like, it's not like it's not spicy. There's a little spice. There's a little spice, but like sometimes after jalapeno chips i have to like take a little break yeah these you could just eat i like them though i like them salty yes i'm trying to think who's somebody do we have a friend that's cannot do spice at all taylor taylor i wonder how she would do with these she would probably think these are too spicy i like them 
I like them too. Okay. So, All right. Here's my hack. Oh yeah. Here's your hack. Go. This is my new favorite thing. It's called the two minute rule. This has helped me so much in the past few weeks since. What I think you've it. said this. I have. Maybe it was a five second rule. Oh wait. Eat another handful of those because there's something happening now. Ah. Mm-hmm. And I need this for my sinuses. Yep. And then linger. Don't drink anything. Just let it sit in your mouth. Okay, go after that. Sorry. But the, the spice is kind of kicking in now. Oh. Oh. You see, we're kind of like... You have to eat multiple at once. Yes, you do. You have to stack like four of them and then eat it. And then you feel it. Ooh. But it's fun. It feels good. Ooh, yeah, it will hit you. <laughs> I like sticking my tongue out. Okay, sorry. Say your hack. Sorry, I cut uh, you off. I'm I hope so I didn't, sorry. I hope I didn't say this sorry, one already. No, no, no. Maybe you didn't. I'm so sorry. I'm being so rude. Well, let me know if I did or not. The two-minute rule. This is when there's something you don't want to do or like something you need to get done, and you you ask yourself, will this take me two minutes or less? Mm. And if it does, you do it that second. Mm-hmm. So, for example... Sometimes I really don't want to wash my dishes. And I have to ask myself, will this take me two minutes or less? And half the time I have like two dishes in there. So I'm like, yeah, I do it right then. You get so much more accomplished. Yeah, because sometimes those little things are really hard Yes, like take the recycling out. I'm like, ugh. And I'm like, will it take less than two minutes? Yes. Yeah. So then you just fucking do it. You just get fucking what's that Shia LaBeouf? Just do it. Believe in your dreams. <laughs> Anyways, these ghost peppers. I like. Oh, the- we didn't. We have to tell them if we if we recommend. Okay. Um, I recommend both. I recommend both. Why not? I will say the barbecue ones are, you have to like barbecue flavor. It's like barbecue. Barbecue. It's not like the Lay's barbecue chips. No. Flavor, like sweet barbecue, it's like barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue flavor. And then the ghost pepper is, at first a little, you're like, oh, that's ghost pepper. But if you take a stack of like six of them. Yeah. Or even three, and you just shove it in your mouth, then you'll get that ghost pepper experience, which yeah. is fun. The experience. But it's not too spicy. No. It's, it's spicy, but it's not like. If you like spice, you'll like it. Yeah. I really like them. I do too. Wow, you guys. They'd be good in a movie. It'd be great Take in a movie. To the movie theater. Oh my God. Great Anyways, movie. oh, I have an announcement. <gasps> it's Corinne's birthday tomorrow. It's my birthday tomorrow. <gasps> it's my birthday tomorrow. Oh my God, so, you know, slide into the DM. It is. I am a wish Valentine's her, Day baby. Wish her a little baby. happy, happy day. Yes. Um, or um, uh, the day after Valentine's Day baby. Right. But still. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm 25. 25. Um, last trip around the sun until we're 30. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say last trip around the sun, period. Last trip around the sun, period. No, no, it's not. Not, not, not come wow. on. Anyways, well, love you guys. Oh, for my birthday, please give us a rate and review. <gasps> yes. Just, like, give us a little review on um, Apple Podcasts and say how much you love the, uh, the podcast. That would be my birthday gift. Thank yes. you so much. And then we'll read it. Oh, yeah. And we'll read it. Okay, okay. Love you guys so much. Love you. Bye. Bye. 